Hello and welcome to Starter Set. My name is Ed Sylvester. My name is Sam Bradley. And welcome to the show that takes you deeper into the pages of Dungeons and Dragons. Sam, how the mm-hmm. devil are you? How have you been? What's been going on in your D&D world recently? Oh, in my D&D world? Well, I've been pretty busy actually with the campaign that you are a part of. Uh, regular listeners will know that I DM a campaign that you're in. Yes. Your main character split off from the rest of the group, so we've been having one-on-one sessions. Eric the Cleric. Whilst Eric the Cleric has gone rogue while also playing with the rest of the crew. Mm-hmm. And those sort of natural arcs are kind of about to collide. So we're having a one-on-one session tomorrow and then we're playing the big campaign uh, the day after that. So I've been doing a load of sort of prepping notes and getting stuff in place because shit's about to get real, Ed. Shit is about to get real. How's your D&D week been? My D&D week? Yeah, it's been good. Um, I've played a couple of games. Um, Mm -hmm. One of them, I play a wizard called Analias. Um, Amazing. Yeah, which, you know, I don't know if you've noticed, but I do have a a slight want to create a memorable or in this case completely non-memorable name because everyone's like what's your name and i'm like it's an alias i see what you've done that you've you've like with much of this show to be honest you've taken the pun and worked backwards (laughs) you're like hey no no comment um but yes and and to get kind of a little bit more of inspiration from from that i've been looking at the um material components of spells right and to and when I say looking at, I mean like actually going, right, what's that? That's a bit of glass and that's some coloured sand. Can I get my hands on, in our real material world, some of that stuff? To kind of just, Eagle you know... Eagle beaks and adder bladders. Yes, exactly. Which, surprisingly, uh, is the name of the website that you can go to to get all of that stuff. Adderbladders.org. Adderbladders, yeah, adderbladders.org. Um, because it's an organisation... <laughs> Of course, yeah. They're the professionals. Though. They're selling adder platters online, you know, that for they Bitcoin. Are. They're not nothing if not professional. <laughs> for Bitcoin, obviously, <laughs> the most magical of currencies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's what's been going on in my world. Um, I like it a lot. Sam. Yes. Can I do the socials? You. As long as there's not some ridiculous fucking story that comes along with it. Yes, no. you absolutely can do the socials. I'm going to be really concise, uh, and it starts now. Yo, listeners. That's right, I'm talking to you. If you're not listening to Starter Set, then what the hell are you doing? I'll tell you right now. You're, you're mm. looking at starterset.co.uk, where you can find all of the Starter Set goodness. That is our Instagram, Twitter, and the other one. Facebook, got it. As well as our um, all the old shows and our online marketplace where you can pick up uh, the map and also the Homebrew Heroes documentation that we released there for less than half a shoe. Um, dependent on which stores you go to buy half a shoe. Mm. That's it. Done. That's that's me doing socials and that's concise. Adderbladders.org, I would imagine sell half shoes we do have a little bit more social uh, housekeeping to do yeah we go had, for it. yeah we had a tweet uh, we got retweeted actually 
by a listener and we, it really does mean a lot when people do this obviously leaving reviews helps that's really nice to read when someone shouts out and says basically to everyone that follows them on twitter hey i really like this so this week's um shout, shout out, out yeah. yeah goes to mark enser on twitter who says one of my favorite DD podcasts always lots of fun if you're looking to get started with the game and why wouldn't you be he types I'd start at the very first episode and work through them. You are in for a treat. Thank you, Mark. That really does mean the world. It really helps us get the word out there and spread the show, and it's much appreciated. So if you would like to have a readout on the show, leave us a five-star review. Leave us a four-star review. If you leave us a one-star review, we're definitely going to read it. Um, or shout us out on Twitter, and we'll probably read that too. That's really cool. Thank you, Mark. Perfect. Cheers, Mark. Top marks, to say the least. Um... Let's get on with the show, shall we? Creature features. So, Sam, um, obviously you had a run of starting first twice. I have just done the first one last week, which I believe means I'm still in debt and need to do the first one this week. Absolutely. Don't worry about it, Sunshine. I've got this on lock. Um, Grab your dice and troll them. Do you see? Do you see what I did? I see what you did there, Ed. It's a, it's a pretty bad one. Yeah. So I'm gonna be chatting through trolls now. Mm. Bit of a weird one, and the reason why I'm looking at trolls because obviously, and the reason why it's weird is everybody goes, I know what a fucking troll is, and this is why I want to look at them because trolls have been throughout our, um, or at least throughout uh, Western culture, since like four years old, right? I think, yeah, isn't there one under the bridge in Three Billy Goats Gruff? Yes, there is. I think I remember reading that when I was a kid. <laughs> yep, yes, there is. So so they've been around forever, and we all, like, we're all like, right, yeah, I know what a troll is. It's a big thing. It comes along and eats you. But the 5e troll, and I think the thing is, is we look at a troll, and actually the representation that we have from that sort of lives under a bridge is more mm. the ogre from... from Oh, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, okay. Interesting. Trolls. Yeah. Boy, they are a bit of fun, and I'll tell you why. So, DMs and players, uncork your ears and listen to this, because I'm about to blow your fucking minds! Yeah. Always start with a threat, that's what it will. <laughs> Go on. Uh, is it a threat or a promise? Um, trolls are the most home brewable race. How so? Thank you for asking, Sam. What a, no, you just, I'll tee him up. You just uh, give me a hand. <laughs> just wonderful. Just, a, just, just jump off, man. I'm the bloke <laughs> at the back of the rap album that goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Trolls, homebrew. Now, this is because they have uh, a very interesting ability, right? They're a CR5 rating monster. So, they're not that big boys. They're not got nothing to write home about. And they're not going to be your big bads. But what they are going to be is a fantastic source of. Um, both discovery and continual threat. Because, Sam, if you chop the arm off a troll, that troll bleeds out, falls down, dead. Come back a week later, three days later, a few minutes, depending on which edition you read into here, because they actually all change throughout the editions. That troll is no longer... Number one, no longer a dead troll. But number two is now two trolls. So like okay. when you slice your spade through an earthworm and you see them all sort of, you know, and you're like, right, two earthworms. <laughs> Pretty Troll. sure that's a myth. <laughs> but go on. 
What? I've what? <laughs> I need to make some calls. <laughs> um, trolls work in exactly the same way. So, what this means is, is every time you come across one, and you fight it and you kill it, later on there'll be two, and then another adventuring party, or you know, will come along and fight it and kill it, and then there'll oh. be four. I see what you're... Right. Oh, I'd like that. Yeah, I never thought about it like that. Yeah, so the fun thing with this is um, dependent on when this first happened and how much interaction these trolls have with an outside world, there'll be more of them or less of... You know you know what I mean? So there could be a full area <coughs> on your world map, which is just... Troll mark. City. Yeah, ear be trolls, enter at your own risk sort of thing. Oh, man. But so, all derived from the first troll. Because what what's... Do trolls have, like, a culture? Do they have a shared mythology? You never hear about them... So You never see, like, a gang of trolls knocking about, do, do you, yeah. I guess? Well, this is, this is the great thing about this. So the 5e book, the 5e Monster Manual, says there is no troll culture. There's no troll society. So this is why it's great for homebrew, because you know that all of these things are going to be happening. So you, DM, I'm talking to you through this microphone, and now I'm getting very close. Don't like that. It's all up to you. You can literally decide why these trolls exist and what they do, and if they have a culture. Isn't that amazing? Isn't so that it's wonderful? Blank. It's a blank space, really. To just... Yes. Yeah, exactly. The nice thing is, is either you can choose that explanation of, yeah, there's no culture, and you can just drop them in and go, yeah, there's a, there's a troll here, deal with it. Or mm -hmm. you can go, right, I can run with this. I can do whatever I want. It's okay. a nice way to give your players consequences. Yeah, you cut through here and you're the heroes, but you've made the problem twice as bad. But you yes. don't know that because you wander on and then you come back six months later and it's like, oh... Why has everyone's spines been ripped out? Well, because there used to be a troll here and now there's 20. Yes, exactly. What about you, non-spiny McFingers? Well, I never had a spine, so they left me alone. <laughs> <laughs> All I do is stand. <laughs> um, so that's that's one side of things. So that's a blank slate. The other side of things is, and um, we see this coming into fruition in some examples in Morden Canaan's Tome of Foes, Right. As these trolls regenerate, sometimes it's not a perfect regeneration, or sometimes the like a um, ball of arms just rolling around could be a ball of arms. I mean, that's terrifying, but it definitely could be a ball of arms, ball of troll arms. But the they may even take in a part of the thing that killed them. So we see in okay. uh, Tome of Foes this appear in a few different ways like the rot troll where they've been damaged by necrotic abilities so now they're all sort of falling apart and fleshy and kind of like a troll zombie but they're not dead um, you see like a spirit troll where they've just been blasted into oblivion but their spirit has regenerated and they're kind of like a ghost troll right if okay. one of them was cut to bits or was like ambushed by uh, like blights mm. maybe they can shoot like you know blights can do that turn spike from the X-Men thing yes Yes, exactly. And this is the this is the fun thing because what you can do, just see those ones that are in the Tome of Foes as just examples. What you can do, once again, I'm talking to you DMs out there. Just take things that you like about one creature and chuck it in a troll. Tiger troll, badger troll, uh, basilisk basilisk troll, 
what Basilisk does something look trap. like if it's been petrified but it can never die? Yeah, exactly. Rock, um, I guess a rock troll, doesn't it? I think. Well, it's exactly a rock troll, but the nice thing is, is, is that's a that's a reason for that rock troll to be called a rock troll, and the reason why it is just made of rocks and why it is now almost impossible to kill. They do have uh, one weakness, um, which I don't know whether I should share because the players should theoretically go and discover this themselves. Oh, meta gaming! Come on. Well, okay, fine. If you listen to this players and you go right now, I know how to kill trolls, and you bring that into your game. Know that I shake my head at you thoroughly. That's <laughs> where it goes so all the way round. <laughs> yeah. um, so they do have a weakness um, from acid and fire, and this is quite good because obviously when you get either an acid burn or or a, or you get a bad burn, the um, breakdown of your your flesh and cells and everything continues after the initial burn. So what it does, right. it doesn't give that regeneration chance to take place because it's continually burning the other way. I see. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that's quite tasty. Um, the final part of this uh, is this, right? So let's say you're in your world and you've got a little bit of a, a panache with the alchemist supplies. Okay. You go in, 50 gold pieces for a health potion... That is mental. See you later, mate. I'm not spending that much on a health potion. Mm-hmm. And I go, well, all right, fair enough. Um, if you ain't got the money, you ain't got the money. But I've got this recipe for 10 gold pieces. <laughs> and you're like, hang on. Why would you give me the key to your, you know, why would you basically encourage people to come in and become competition? And then and they say, well, one of the primary resources is troll's blood. And you're like, right, okay, fine. <laughs> Here's a map. Here's a spade. Good luck. Yeah, exactly. So, so the barrier to entry on this is not about the access. It's not about the ease. It's about how possible is death of my competition quite high. So I'm going to actively encourage it. Yeah. There you go. Why did you? How many spades did you use to have? A lot. And this is my <laughs> last one. <laughs> Perfect. And that's trolls, man. That's that's what they do, and that's that's why I think they're a really nice um, race of monsters to homebrew, especially if it's the first time that you're you're messing around with this stuff and you're looking at stats yeah. and things like that. Just go right. I'll take this ability off this person and give it to this person, obviously within reason. Yeah, of course. I really like trolls. I think I never thought about it that way. They don't have a culture, so you can kind of invent one. Why wouldn't you? It's the perfect game to do that. Mm. Two things. We are not putting a stopwatch on when this troll city population began, so you could make it your ancient race. That's true. Think about that for a second. You could wake up or you could become part of the game. You are part of the anti-troll resistance, which kind of leads me into my next point. If we've had 600 years of dividing and things can never die, you're going to have some smart ones. You're going to have a BFG of the trolls, like... Yes. How about like, that? Ex- like with a, a giant, grotesque sort of brain element, like um, Brainiac yes. from DC. Oh, yeah. yeah. And instead of blowing dreams into children's ears, it's like spitting acid onto... <laughs> you know what I mean? Whole families of people. <laughs> yeah, excellent. And the, the thing is, is they... Ah, oh, you can do. You could really work with like a nice sort of dark sand campaign, sort of that that kind of prehistoric vibe, where mm-hmm. fire and also the ability to make acid is so rare 
that's how they've ascertained their dominance. That makes sense. You know what I mean? And it yeah, works like really well one. for ank eggs because they have a natural they produce acid mm-hmm. naturally. So they the do. only rivalry to like a troll uprising at the beginning of time and civilization, theoretically, are these fucking crazy ass bugs that pop out of the ground. <laughs> See, you could like Rick and Morty yourself into this, just like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. It's just ank eggs and trolls all the way up and down. Just running around, spitting acid on each other and clubbing each other with giant sticks and stones and whatnot. Sounds Perfect. like my life. Anyway, yeah. Um, that was really good, man. I'm gone a different way. You have? I'm doing dragon turtles. Dirtles. We are going, yeah, or dragons. I mean, that's not different. That's not different enough to make it funny. But yeah, dragons. <laughs> uh, yeah, dragon turtles. So I'm kind of continuing my under the sea theme mm. from last week. Now, on the face of it, dragon turtles are basically a final boss. AC twenty, sure. um, CR seventeen, like over uh, three hundred and forty-one hit points, thirty feet by twenty-five feet giant turtle with the head of a dragon that can shoot steam or fire whatever you want to interpret that as and they weigh like 32,000 pounds <laughs> yeah okay so I have four level 10 to 13 heroes and they want something to kill because they've stolen this ship and I want to teach them a lesson but also ping them onto something else mm. cool if you want to do that do that no one's blaming you if you want to get a bit you want to diversify from your sea creatures. You don't want to do Cthulhu or Leviathan or the Kraken, right? Mm. Yeah, you don't have to do that. So they're these are really good. You know, they've got nice, tasty little multi-attack. Times three multi-attack. They can, like, bite, claw, and hit you with a tail. It's all good. And they've got the aforementioned Steam Breath that does, like, 15d6 fire damage if you fail the toss. So, right, yeah. Enjoy that. But, as with everything, I'm thinking you can go a bit cleverer with this you can embrace the dragony nature of dragon turtles because they're super intelligent and they live a very long time which opens up big possibilities for how you can fit into a story how you can hang a story on them also and just the way they interact and bring your players into the world so straight off the bat like dragons they hoard treasure they swallow it and then they go back to the lair and they and they put it into the layer and then they go to sleep for a couple of years which I didn't know about until I read it yeah. which makes sense because dragons don't have hands do this how do they scoop stuff up they obviously have to eat it and then sick it back up yeah like a like a strange seagull <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly so they can breathe land they can breathe land they can breathe air there yep. you go that's what you breathe on land been studying just you can all- Smashing your face into the ground and just snuffing away. <laughs> they can also breathe underwater, obviously. Yeah. So there's a nice sort of explorative sort of game hook there. Go mm. and recover the horde, or there's something very valuable in the horde that you need to go and get, and then get the fuck out because this thing does not like intruders. Yeah. Um, Do they, they have live... the same um, level of "don't touch my stuff" as usual dragons? believe so i think you can homebrew it really <clears throat> because they live so long yeah they can kind of hold alliances you know one day when they were very small a kid gave them a fish from the bay mm-hmm. and now it's 300 years later and this thing protects the people of the bay sure or ah, whatever that's, something um like that. 
that is like what's his name Ar uh, armag um who is uh the dragon in uh tomb of annihilation he protects slash protects he runs a protection racket let's not fuck around here yeah. um with the city of chult so basically they give him a lot of money uh and then he guards oh, the he... bay for him right exactly so that's exactly yeah. how they play yeah but they can also hold grudges for centuries as well which yes means that you know you can have like a cursed trade route or a Bermuda Triangle where no one goes because everything sinks but it's because someone wants poked a sea turtle with a stick and now it's 500 years later and everyone's dying so that's interesting uh, do they I don't know about this you may you may have looked into this into your research do they start the size of like you know how you see turtles and they're getting out of not really they start smaller yeah but it's still like, what the fuck is up with that turtle's head? Oh, it's a dragon turtle. You know, they start smaller. They probably start, I imagine, at like the size of one of those Galapagos turtles. Okay, right. Four that's choices, the, that's the start point. And then they get, yeah, yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, but yeah, they're really, really intelligent, as I've said. They also have a link to the elemental plane of water. So you can do a lot of that false god kind of stuff. Which is pretty cool because they just uh, in through reality and it's like I have come from beyond reality and then yeah. a load of gold pops up and then you wash up on an island and it's like why do all these people worship the sea? Well, just watch every Friday night fucking stick around because you're going to see some shit. Rubies just fall out of the sky. Basically. Or onto the beach. Or right out of the sky. Whatever. Let's not be boring about it. <laughs> That's quite nice though. Um, especially for the start of a campaign and i'm thinking kind of like um pinocchio and the whale sort of environment here so you begin as a as a group as a party of adventurers you've all got bored on this ship for whatever reason not bored as in like i'm bored bored as in like i've got the ability to travel on this ship and then Food and lodgings thank you um out of nowhere just crunch and you are you are swallowed as a collective, like in your room, yes. obviously that just shatters. What a good idea! And then before you know it, you are like chucked up onto this island, which has just got loads of treasure on it. It's brilliant, but it's just a, it's it's like a, it's it's a piss poor island. There's nothing really there. It's like going, oh, I w you know, when you see like holidays and you're like, I wish I could live there, and then you go, yeah, but you can walk around the island in two hours and you've seen everything. You know what I yeah. mean? It's one of those tiny yeah. ones. Oh, I really like that. That's such a good... Yeah, do that. I'm done. Do that. That was really good. <laughs> but that's what that's what that's about, right? Is, is just figuring out how you can use these things in a weird way. Basically, I mean, they can be communicated with. I think they speak Abyssal and Celestial. Right. I think you'll need to double check that. So if you've got people who can speak that on board, they can be directly communicated with. Uh-huh. Which... Again, links quite nicely into the fact they can be bartered with for safe passage. Maybe you can ride on its back or in its gullet. Whatever you want to do, it's all good. Do you know what? That works really nicely with our conversation from last week about that island of where people go to trade. It's the back of a turtle. Well, like it, yeah, it could be the back of the turtle. It could also be this is how you get people to your underwater world because they're stuck on an island. They make a crap ship. The ship you know, our logs and whatever, logs and 
try and put as much treasure on there because you know a DD party is going to go how much treasure is there yeah we put as much as we possibly can on without taking into anything else to account and then you know they get 30 to 40 meters out where the the, the bottom of the sea just plunges away and it sinks and then you're yeah. saved by merfolk oh dude do that yeah yeah, well, that's we've really got cool, a nice man. little campaign start, Sam. We should start uh, riffing this out and see what we can do. We should. Or never talk about it again and get on a ship when prompted in about three weeks in my campaign. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Welcome to Boatland. <laughs> Guess what we have? Boats. No <laughs> land. <laughs> Shabbily made boats. <laughs> Fantastic. Right. Um... Let's, should we bring the show to a close? Let's do our our Let's creature noises and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, what do... Um, piece. What do... <laughs> no jingle, which is how you know it's a bad idea. Yeah. What do trolls sound like? Right, so trolls speak giant, and I've also I've already demonstrated on the show what oh, giant yeah. is. But because they're such a weird amalgamation, and obviously they have this transformation thing that they go through, and... Whatever. I think they only probably like speak a quarter giant. So it's it's probably kind of like And that's that's troll. That for... sounds like a dog eating itself. Well, it was troll for can I have a large mocha, please? Oh, I like mockers. Yeah. Um anyway, I think sea turtles. Nope, dragon turtles. <laughs> It's kind of like an aggressive whale, kind of like a sort of... That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, you could just drop one of those into a campaign and you just hear it on the wind and it's like oh, one yes. of those moments of natural beauty and it looks at you and goes... Because <laughs> one of the party speaks abyssal. You're all going to die. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's quite a nice little thing. Let's Let's just ding that in. They're, I think they're fantastic to kind of go, look how insignificant you are in this ocean. Oh, a huge amount, right? Yeah. That's yeah. how I feel when I publish the podcast some days. <laughs> God. Right. <laughs> Let's bring the show to a close. Um, as always, ladies and gents, you have been our listeners. Uh, we have been Starter Set. Roll well, and we will most definitely see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.